1: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. From the fifth quarter studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins.
2: Hey, everybody. So happy you decided to join us. Before we jump in today, I'd like, first of all, if you're liking these podcasts, if you like this one or the five-minute basketball coaching podcast or high school hoops or the funnel down defense podcast, if you like any of those No one else gets the cell phone number and, and the email for the runner. No one else is being run by a high school coach for a high school coach. This is what what I do. This is what I do. I'm not running this other thing. I'm not a businessman. I'm a high school basketball coach trying to help you become a better basketball coach. And to be honest with you, I've done, I've done pretty well in my career. And I'd like to share that with other coaches. So go over and check it out. And let's head off to the podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. Today, we're going to talk about um, some of my... I'm going to pick some of my... Over the next you know month or two months, I'm going to pick some of my favorite episodes of High School Hoops. Um, different ones. We've done 100 of them. And I'm going to put them on the weekends here on Coach Unplugged just to give you a little different taste. Um, I'm going to leave the episode number. I'm going to leave... Um that if you'd like to go over and subscribe to high school hoops and leave a review and do those kind of things, that would be great. Also, we're looking for people that want to become part of the coach market uh, media group. Um, we have three podcasts in our media group. we have high school hoops, we have basketball coach unplugged, and we have teacher side gig. Um, if you're interested, um, interested in becoming a member of our team, let me know um, Steve at teachhoops.com and'll we'll, we can we can get together and have a call and talk. About whether you would be a good fit for our, uh, for our media group, so let me know and let's head off to the podcast. Um, this week we're going to be talking about evaluating your players for your team. Try to so here's how this all came about: is I was walking my dog um, around Stricker's Pond, which is a pond but close to my house, and I'm going, God, you know, there's nothing on. You know, Coach Unplug talks about a lot of different things. You know, I interview coaches. I talk about stuff that's jumping in my head. Um, I'm doing all that kind of stuff. There's no one, there's nothing really talking just to the high school basketball coach. So as I'm walking my dog, I I email or a text. I don't remember which one I did, Jake. And I said, Hey, we should do, you and I should do just a podcast talking about high school hoops. Let's, let's, let's do this. I'm going on vacation. Um, your homework is to come up with some ideas. And then when we get back, we'll do it. And, um, That's how this all came about. So, Jake, I'm going to have you introduce yourself, and then I'm going to tell everybody that I'm never going to introduce Jake again. So, go ahead, Jake. Introduce yourself. Tell people a little bit about your basketball journey, and then yeah, I've done that before,
0: but we can do that again a little bit. Let's do that Um, real
2: quick. Give give the Cliff Note Spark version. Yes.
0: All right. So, um, my name is Jake Stager. Um, I currently live in West Bend. Uh, I've been coaching for a lot of years. uh, my basketball journey started uh, at the high school level. We'll start with just where we started with high school. I was teaching at a Milwaukee private school um, called M- a Milwaukee Ver- Early View of Academy of Excellence, and I was the varsity basketball coach there for a year. And that kind of built my resume, and I jumped on board to, to uh, Mayville High School, where I taught middle school, and I was there for five years as the varsity basketball coach. And I was barely almost, not even uh, 25, 26 years old, with not a lot of the experience and so forth, and I think my journey really in our, this podcast will help other coaches in regards to that whole experience, so I look forward to touch on that. Um, after my five years, I got an opportunity to coach at a junior college called UW-Washington County. Um, it's a junior college in the state of Wisconsin, um, and I was the, the lead assistant coach this year, and I learned so much under head coach Steve Murphy, great friend of mine, and we uh, did something really special this year. We won a conference title, which has not happened since, since 1978. And then we won our first state championship ever in school history. Um, after that, uh, it just made a lot of sense uh, for us to kind of leave the university on top. And uh, I kind to miss high school basketball. And a good friend of mine named Nick Miller, he's the head of varsity basketball coach at Cedarburg High School now. And um, now I am going to be his lead varsity assistant. Um, and as Coach always talks about on podcasts, it's about finding the right fit. Mm-hmm. I think right now in my life, being a varsity assistant is perfect for me. I have two younger children. Uh, my son is seven months and my daughter is five years old. Um, and I'm just not ready to be a head coach again for a while. I know that that's going to be in my forte as we move up. I'm constantly building my resume, constantly doing things, great things. And uh, working with uh, Coach Miller at Cedarburg will be a great opportunity to be in a great conference, playing some really good teams this year. And, uh, I, you know, again, I'm looking for that ideal job in the near future, but not for a while. Is coach I Coach enjoy still coaching coach Murphy also retired. We decided to leave it on top. Okay. And he retired from teaching, but now he's back at, uh, he took a teaching job up in Oshkosh North and he's taking care of his father and his mother. They are getting older. And we kind of talked about this idea of, you know what, let's leave it on top. It was a great memory. It was a great year. And uh, a new adventure. And I, I just really love high school basketball. College is great, but there's something special and about high school basketball that I can't get away from. And I don't, I don't, you know, again, it's always about rejuvenating yourself and finding that that, that right fit. And I'm just excited to be part of Brick Basketball. We've had a lot of success over the years with Diener, and we just we look forward to continue that and with our, with our own brand, as we'll talk about later. Um, uh, the importance of that as we uh, move forward this season. So,
2: okay, all right, perfect. That was Cliff Note version. That was awesome. Uh, Great. Yep. So go ahead. Let's do let's do the question for the what's the question for this week or the or all the, right. topic? the
1: qu-
0: I think the uh, one thing that we could start off really early as high school coaches is examining, number one, what type of players that you'll have for the upcoming season. Um, How do we evaluate that with tools and how do you do that um, in regards to whether you use tools? Do you have meetings? How do you evaluate your players and then using your finances to make to make decisions for your season? So basically, you know, how do you brainstorm in regards to your upcoming season with what type of players you're going to have?
2: So, so let me delve into this a little bit more. What, what, what do you mean by type of player? What? Let, let's delve. Well, I'm like you know, what
0: I mean by type of type player, that. like uh, strengths and weaknesses. You're evaluating what you have. So, uh, a couple years, uh, a couple of years ago, I had no point guard. I had to evaluate what I, would I brought up a freshman or a sophomore to take the point guard position. What is my team going to look like? Uh, I don't think in October, November, we make those decisions in regards to what our team look like. We're already making those choices. We're already starting making those decisions already in March after the season's over. What is our team going to look like? So basically you're looking at, all right, what are my strengths and weaknesses with my players? Um, How do you evaluate that? How do you go about with your staff? Um, You know, and we can touch base on this a little bit more, but the idea is.
2: Yep. So here's what, here's my thought. I'm just going to bring, I'm going to interrupt for a second and brainstorm a little bit. Yep. so I think most of the coaches that are listening, even though even the youth coaches are listening, you've probably seen your players develop from March until September when this is going up. Um, so we all have kind of an idea of player X, what kind of player they are, player Y, what kind of player they are. So what I think a, a, good, a good thing for most coaches would be to take out a notebook, write down the players that you think are going to try out, players or you think are going to be on your youth team or your AU team, whatever it is, Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And then I think it's right. I think you should draw a line down the middle and go strengths and weaknesses. Because like I this will lead into something we're going to talk later in the month about picking an offense. Because <laughs> if you yeah. if you have if you go down that list and in strength is shooting, 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 shooting. I'm waving to my son. Bye, bud. Um, and uh, the, if every one of them is is shooting, then you're going to have to come up with an offense that's going to be a shooting offense kind of thing. So uh, you know, or if you're you're all five seven, you're, you know you're probably not going to run the triangle offense kind of thing. So I think that's I think that's a a, a task that anybody can do with a piece of paper in 35 seconds. Right. Um, what what are you thinking about in terms of tools? I know well, the tools.
0: I, I, I created a grid and I, I think that um and as the game has evolved, it might be even different for how people decide it. I decided when I when I was coaching high school basketball, um I gridded and I ranked my roster by position one through five throughout okay. the entire high school program. Um however, I often think though, depending on your offense and what you do with those players, depends on how your roster looks like. Right. Um and the game has now evolved where the five best basketball players are on the floor instead of a one through five. I think you can limit it yourself. So that's maybe an error in the tool. So I think that the key is to just rank your positions. I mean, maybe be rank the players where you see fit, but also the idea of what are your I have down in my notes too is you evaluate the strength and weaknesses of the player to build some common strengths. Okay, and, and also think about how our team's going to beat you, all right? Or how are, all right, if I don't really have a true point guard this year, how am I going to fix that? Right. Or if right. I'm not going to be able to rebound this year, how am I going to be able to fix that? Yep. yep. So a lot so, of times, as you look at the players and you start to make holistic decisions or identities about your team holistically, yep. um, because you really can't build your whole team around one guy. Right. Um, you could do some things around that one guy, but overall, you're going to have an identity of some of the things you're really good at and some of the things that teams are going to expose. If you can't handle pressure or you don't have a point guard, teams are going to press you. Or um, if you can't shoot for a lick, teams are going to zone you. So (laughs) what, what do you do in regards to that? So what type of players do you have? Also, type of players also means something completely different too. You know, this idea of are they coachable? Do they work hard? I think right. that also builds a direction of what you want to do with your players early on in the season, whether it's teaming, all those type of things, is just not looking at their talents, but their ability to um, grasp the game mentally, um, their character, how they are as leaders. Uh, as as you know, you talk about the idea of building relationships. You know, it's more than X's and O's.
2: Right. And you it's, know? I, so a couple of things you, you – I, I, I don't like – I agree. I think one of the flaws in that system would be the one through five. I think you definitely have to have somebody that has to handle the ball. <laughs> um, so I'm not sure that's necessarily always your one, but somebody better be able to be, bring the ball from point A to point B. So I think that's something that would definitely need to be in the tool. Um, and then maybe somebody that's a rebounder or big. But other than that, you know, I, I'll put up I'll put up four number four two guards. I don't care. I mean. Somebody's the only got- thing
0: I would on uh, a touch back on that, Steve, is I'm a huge advocate of having somebody, that guy, a guy that can really defend and shut down a player.
2: Um, yeah, you know, I yeah, think if you, yeah.
0: if you can find a, a guy like that, he yep. might not be your best basketball player, but if he can defend somebody and shut down – because a lot of teams in, in our conference this year has one really good guy. Right, and if you can have somebody that can shut him down, yeah, I think it's important to have a guy like that on your team. I've had, you
2: know? I, I think about the last ten years, I've had two of them. They're both playing in the NFL now. Terese, right, Mountain, and Jester, and Jester, wea. They both could defend. They were good basketball players, but they weren't like yes. So I think that's it. That would be the X factor. One kind of, I think, yes, this yep. something to think about. And and it's also when you're when you're when you're planning this, like you have to plan. That's why I think it's good to start doing this in September. It's like okay, because you have to start thinking about what can we do offensively, what can we do defensively. You should have some data from the summer that right. ooh, we didn't do that really well. Because I know most of the time we think one thing going into the summer, and then by this time we've already, I'll tell you, our, our program's already adjusted a couple things. We thought yeah. that we were pretty good at in the sum that we thought we were going to be good at going into the summer. Summer happened. We play, Ooh, well, we can't do that. So now we're tweaking, you know, a couple, I'm not going to say what we're doing, but we're tweaking a couple things that, Ooh, we can't do that. We're going to have to do this. So I think that's really important. I think, um, the, uh, the, the holistic thing is really important about thinking about, Um, that's, and this is what I always think about. I think high school basketball is a lot about matchups and a lot about what you can do to me. So I have to be able to adjust like, like I know there's teams in our league. This team can beat me only this way. This team can only beat me this way. You know, what, what's, what's, I always look for our weaknesses to be honest with you. I know we can do. Well, (laughs) I want to figure out how we encounter what you're going to do to us because you're seeing our weaknesses and then you're going to try to exploit it as a, as an opposing coach. Um, So that's a big thing for me in September. It's like, Ooh, we can't bring the ball from A to B. We better work on ball handling or we better work on our press break as coaches to figure out how we can get the ball over half court or shoot. We didn't shoot the ball very well this summer. We better spend some time trying to get some open gym so they can get in and get the, get some ball, get some shots up on the, on the rim. So I don't know.
0: I, and I also think how they handle certain situations, you know, um, from the year before, maybe you couldn't close out games, uh, maybe you, um, you could beat the teams real easily, but you talk about this concept of grinding, can yep. your team grind, you know, yep. are those things are, Do you have those type of players coming in? Or are those things you're going to have to work on? So right. I think overall, with this question is, you got to look at your players, but also start to just develop that identity amongst your team whether it's your your um your, your varsity your jv you kind of have an idea of what kind of kids you're going to have right and you can start to be making those decisions with the other coaches within yourself and, and taking notes and starting to make decisions already i mean I, when in years past when i coach high school i use summer as a place to start with that you know um yeah but i think in, in in fall is reflection time because th- you might have this great idea and I, I wanted to do dribble drive one year and man, it was awful it Did not work well for my kids in the summer, you know, right. and then I changed it. You know, right. you try things, yep. and if it's not working, this is the time to make some changes.
2: Yep, and, I, and, and I'm going to be devil's advocate here for a second because I know I've, I've been guilty of this in some of my that, – that you don't want to typecast a kid either, though. Like sometimes right. I think we go, this kid can't shoot. He's not a not shooter, you know. So I think you got to fight that a little bit um and and part of it is you gotta you gotta be an observer and see if they've been working on those things and blah 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 Um, right it's really knowing about
0: the kid you know if you know that kid then that goes back to that whole character piece that we talked about yes yes you know, if you know that this guy's a mediocre shooter, but he'll he'll work your tail off for him because you got a great relationship with him, then we could build on his shooting or we could build on that. Right. If this guy can only do one thing and he's not coachable, maybe he doesn't fit into your system.
2: Yes, I think that's the big part. I think when you have that, you gotta you got to question yourself on the typecasting thing, but then you also have to look at the full package. And this kid hasn't understood his role since seventh grade. Well, it's not going to probably change in a year kind of thing, you know. Um, so I think those are the things that you have to ask yourself and that's where your staff and all those things can come into play. All right. Anything else on that? That that was really good.
0: I, I think we uh, touched on everything we really needed to, to begin with, as we move into our next topic next week in regards to high school hoops. I think that'll really help out um, people, um, part of yep. Coach Unplugged. And, so. and what I'm going
2: to say, too, as we, as we finish here, I'm going to say, put down in the comments, send me an email at steve at teachhoops.com. If you have any questions or you want any topics that you want us to talk about, let us know, yep. um, and we'll we'll definitely put it on the next podcast. All right. Thanks, Coach. Hey everybody, hope you enjoyed that. If you want to support us, you want to help us keep the lights on here at tchubes.com, go over, join 14-day free trial, and then stop the car, subscribe, like, Apple five star review. That would be good. All right, maybe have a good day. Bye. Sports
0: Social Podcast Network.